All righty. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. We got everyone today. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got Jester. Hey, hey. Pinhead. What's up? And Kuya. My cabbages. <laughs> Recording earlier on a Sunday because tonight, in less than three hours, I will be witnessing Dune Part 2. So I figured we might as well get this episode mm. out. Because if we wait till next week, there's going to be way too much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but this week, we already got three episodes of season three of The Bad Batch. And then, of course, eight episodes of, I guess, book one of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, Live action series season on one, Season one, not book one. No such thing. Season one, no such it's thing. A, it's an adaptation. Because the okay. book is the animated series, and that's all holy. It is yep. all holy. We shall not <laughs> profane <Yep>. thy name. <laughs> all righty. So Bad Batch, we got three episodes. Um, I really like them. I really enjoyed them. Uh, I like that they took their time with the story and showing the passing of time and really letting you realize like, man, um, it's it's a pretty dire and hopeless situation for Omega and for um from and for crosshair crosshair as they're held captive yeah the first episode confined is 32 minutes second episode paths unknown is 26 minutes and then the third episode's uh shadows of tantis is 26 minutes so i really enjoyed all the three episodes i thought they were, it was very well balanced um you got episode one showing Omega and what she's been up to and, and, and Crosshair. Crosshair has kind of got that PTSD and he's also, he, like, his hands are shaking. Um, he's no longer what he used to be. Uh, so that's interesting or to see. Him. Huh? Or is he? Or is he? <laughs> and then uh, second episode, we also got um, the return of young Boba Fett in the form of uh, Daniel Logan providing a voice for uh, cadet clones. Just just one. Or just one, that's right. Just, just the, one. The, the other kid is voiced by um, that kid from Deadpool 2. Correct, yep. Yeah. Oh, the fat you know. kid? Yeah. The fat kid, yeah. He voices two of them. Another Kiwi actor. So, And they, they really kept it legit. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. He did good. I gotta give yeah. him credit. I didn't even I didn't even catch the the difference until the credits, man. Right, right. But you, I could definitely tell, like, yeah, it's he sounded a bit different from Daniel Logan, but yeah. still, like, there was a similarity. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, and then of course the third episode, uh, Emperor Palpatine is back. Yep. Should I say Sheev Palpatine and the M count? Oh my God, Minichlorians. <laughs> I and, wonder what uh, the M count means. They, they call it M count now. Is that what it is? Well, Fucking... they they've called that they've called it M count since Mandalorian. Is it, yes. if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yep. Talking was about it, Grogu. Yeah. Um, yep. season one or season two is when it season one. when it was dropped. That's right. And then um, Doctor Hemlock, being the asshole that he is all the time, like a He's great, awesome. <laughs> yeah, great, great villain, great character. Um, and it's interesting. I saw a clip. Of everybody's favorite Star Wars theory, saying, "Ah, oh, it's leading up to the sequels." I'm like, "Can someone Duh. tell this guy? 
Can someone tell this guy what really is supposed to happen here? What did you think? What did you think it was going to lead up to? <laughs> I'm glad. Right, it, I'm glad it is. You know, I'm glad they're fixing these plot crap holes. You yeah, know what I mean, like fix it, man. It's essentially leading up to the sequel trilogy, and when when Poe Dameron says uh, somehow Palpatine survive, uh, Palpatine, Palpatine return, uh, it's all gonna make sense. By the time we'll, we'll have the bad batch that makes sense. Oh, that's how he returned. Exactly. And then everyone else who didn't watch the bad batch was like, "What are you talking about? Like, it's there." <laughs> well, project so project necromancer was also mentioned in season three of Mandalorian, right? Yes, it was mentioned there as well. Like Hux's papa was yep. ahead of the project at that time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, dude, it's all gonna. Yeah, I can't complain about it, dude. I'm glad they're at least shown in uh, in what you would call it, right? In the the best Star Wars ever, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Right? Yes, it will all lead up to that. That atrocious train wreck of a movie. <laughs> but still part of the lore. So It is. That's why I'm glad they're fixing it. This is why I don't have the theory react of like, oh, man, they didn't just <laughs> trash it, throw it away. It's like, no, they're not going to trash it. They're not going to throw it away. They're not starting over. It. Just fix it. <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense to me. Um, and I love the visual of the... Um... Uh, the first in the first episode, the visual of the the blood samples like looking like a clock dial, mm-hmm. and so and then looking that overhead shot of them in the lab, and then what's her name Nala say, uh, speaking as ever so calmly and slowly as ever, <laughs> like a fucking sl- like my, what's that name of the sloth? The Flash Dash from Zootopia. Yeah, Dash from uh... <clears throat> or no Flash. You're right. It is yeah. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first three episodes. I'm kind of sad that, you know, this is the last season, but if they're going to go out with a bang, then I'm all for it. Uh, lots to look forward to from that trailer that they dropped not too long ago. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait. Uh, and this has brought me back to, again, watching Star Wars at midnight. I knew it was dropping at midnight, so I stayed up to watch The Bad Batch. Um, and it's been a while, so I didn't do that since. Oh yeah, Ahsoka, of course. But it's been it's been several months since since then. Um, I'm looking for the Bad Batch schedule and episodes. Yeah, because they did drop it. So we get another one Wednesday. Yeah, I guess we're just getting one. We're just getting one and not three. Uh, well, there's, I believe there's a two episode drop halfway two-parter. through the season. Okay, yeah. I think halfway through the season there's a two parter. Okay, yeah. So I, I think there are several several two parters that we're dropping. Anyway, I, um, we'll be able to talk about it as we go on with yeah. the next episode. Anyway, um, I did want to mention they uh they have announced or not officially announced, but I guess Collider dropped the big news that the Acolyte will be the next um. Star Wars series that we will be seeing on Disney Plus, um, I guess, or it's a tentative release date, and it's June fifth, twenty twenty four, on Disney Plus. And supposedly, this is going to be set in the High Republic era. But it I was, was going to be fifty years before, but now it's what? A, or no, it used to be a hundred years before. Now it's yes, fifty. Now it's fifty years before the Phantom That's Menace. Weird. That's weird, Which is bro. kind of odd because I was listening on Rebel Force Radio. They were talking about it, and 
for the for the longest time, everyone's been like hundred years, hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Yep. Okay? That's that's a that's a long span of time, but now it's fifty years before the Phantom Menace. And what's dropping? What's re-releasing in May in theaters? The Phantom Menace. Oh, it's been twenty five years. Everybody loves the Phantom Menace now. Oh, we're dropping the Acolyte, which is a prequel, looking like a prequel to the prequel. We may even we may see Yoda show up. We may see Palp- a young Palpatine show up. Who knows? Um, it's yep. interesting that they now have shifted that timeline from a hundred years to fifty. So, which is weird because that puts uh, that puts Pelagius messing around with the governments at that time. That's right, Darth Plagueis. Yeah. Yes, yeah. or Plagueis. Yeah. So he'll be. I think at that time he's not on his own yet i think he's uh, an apprentice still he hasn't right. killed his master yet right so i don't know i don't know what their game like why would they change it to 50 years that just seems so weird they were they were hyping it up 100 years 100 years and all of a sudden just last minute change like uh i don't know it man that's kind of turning i don't know yeah. oh that'd be weird if they did that crap that'd be kind of cool you know, if they just, if they did what just to, just to rattle the nerves of the nerds you know like, oh, i don't know what's going on was a hundred thousand fifty. So, well, if if anything, it does seem like they're definitely going to capitalize on the you know the closer connection to the Phantom Menace, um, which is really interesting because for the longest time, when Disney acquired uh, Lucasfilm Everybody and Star Wars, we Everybody don't like the prequels. We don't want to touch the prequels. Cancel that yeah. fucking Clone Wars show. Make Star Wars <laughs> Rebels. Fuck the prequels, but now it's all the prequel love. Oh, you guys love yeah. that prequel stuff, huh? Here's more. <laughs> we hurt their wallet. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That's why I can't, I can't wait for 20 years from now when everybody's embracing the sequels like a motherfucker. They so, will. 100%. Dude, I agree with that. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, The Last Jedi was so out, you know, out of bounds. It was, <laughs> it's imaginary. It's, yeah. I'm like, shut up, guys. And Everybody. that's why the, that's why for me the Ray movie, as interesting as it sounds, it seems it, it sounds like it's that's that's too close. You should wait a little bit more. Yeah. For wait sure. for the kids that that the, the, the kids that were, you know, that grew that are that have grown up with a sequel trilogy, wait for them, wait 10, 15 years a little bit more. Maybe it's too late, but you yeah, know make, make, Disney's make like no. Make yeah. maybe a season season master already. Yeah. Yeah. Get them pregnant by the force again. Yeah, something you know. Yeah, but that, that only way uh, forget it, about Finn. No. Forget Finn, because you know we yeah, set him up. Stupid, bro. No Finn. <laughs> we I set him up joke. real nicely, you know, that, but you know that Force Diddle is awesome. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's the that's what we have so far from Space Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I am I am very curious to. Uh, we haven't seen a uh, a trailer drop yet for Acolyte, and if it's coming in June, so we they'll definitely have to tease something for it uh, any day now. I'm so sick and tired of them not releasing trailers until like the last minute. It's really honestly annoying. Like they wonder why they they're not making money. They're they're wondering why they're not getting eyes on the streaming services. Like, well, they don't create any hype. Just like they drop the trailer right before it drops, and they're like, "Oh, hey guys, by the way, this is coming out next month." It's like okay, like I got friends that didn't even know Bad Batch was coming out yet, because like it just dropped so recently. Part of me feels like they're afraid of the nerds, yeah, like you know, the 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 clapback if they don't like the trailer. 
it could be that they're concerned about the overthinking process of like, oh, th- this is true. has been out for five months and you got all these nerds putting their own theories in their head for months. And then <laughs> when the story drops. Speculation. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Like that's <laughs> legit what I think that could be a factor in their thought process. That's why that's why a lot, a lot of like, you know, a lot of changes had like were done like post production, right? Like because like in reshoots because yeah, oh, okay, you know this because this guy is absolutely spot on with his guesses. This fucking guy with this little tiny ass uh, podcast with you know filmmaker Mike and the boys and shit, you know fucking always right. That you know Mandalorian two was right all the time, dead on accurate. <laughs> yeah, no. Because Mike's got inside credit somewhere. He's not. Telling <laughs> yeah, us. sure. <laughs> Inside hookup. Yo, Dave, what's going on? Yeah, if only. They had a Bad Batch premiere in Lucasfilm in San Francisco. I didn't get an invite. I was like, oh, that's nice. You guys uh, enjoy. It would have been funny if that was the case, right? You know, they feel like, you know, this that, this guy, filmmaker Mike, he was so spot on with season two of Mandalorian. Let's fuck him up. Like, you know, yeah, it's just fuck that guy. <laughs> Obi Wan, change Bo- Book of Boba Fett, change everything. You know, so like when he guesses something, it's not, it's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, before, <laughs> before before we leave Star Wars, I do want to mention um, Samuel L. Jackson was uh, doing an interview recently. I saw that, and he said he's just waiting. Like to me, it's like, yeah, really? Why? Why are you guys waiting? Of all the spinoffs that you could have done, this one makes sense to me. Like, why? Why is there no? So this is from Empire Magazine. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson wants a Disney Plus show for Mace Windu. He's not dead, according to him, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, exclusive. So, yeah. Um, he says... I've fallen all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, if you could get cut out, cut in half, survive with the power of the dark side, Darth Maul. I hey. mean, right? If, 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 the, if the, the, the fandom can, can will it, like, you know, with Boba Fett and fucking uh, Darth Maul, it could happen for Mace. But I'm, I'm not sure if he's as popular as those two, so... I think the writers are just afraid to try to fit in that story amongst all the stories they've already got going on. Yeah. So make Samuel... him the, back, you know, the, the background guy, like make him like, you know, like there, there's like reasons why, why this thing happened and this, this thing happened. And he's the reason why that, you know, that would be kind of like a, a nice story. Like, you know, just to cover their asses and stuff. There's a few things they could do, but they need to have Vader kill him off for sure. Something. That would be cool. And then you have Star Wars series saying, that was in my script. That was in my fan film. <laughs> yeah, so Sam Jackson pretty much said, yeah, he's not dead. Uh, he's He wants everything. Yes, he wants to do it. So, and I mean, yeah, the second most powerful Jedi Master in the Jedi Council during the prequel era could have survived that fall. He could have easily forced, uh, pushed himself to say, to safely, or maybe not. Like he gets fucking beat up because he lost a fucking arm and mm-hmm. he's injured and his ego is fucking bruised as well because he got fucking cut in half by uh, I mean, he, Anakin he can, Skywalker. He can force motherfucker his way into something, you know. He's just like motherfucker, and then you know. Well, Mace get... Windu could have forced fart and survived that fall and been fine. And there, there would have been a cool story with Mace Windu uh, and Boba Fett fucking tracking him down, trying to seek revenge from his father. Or is you know? Oh, that'd be an interesting take. For the longest time, yeah, like yeah, you know, and maybe Mace Windu doesn't want to be a Jedi anymore, but he doesn't know. Like he's gonna have to 
he's going to use that. He's going to rely on the force or maybe he's beat up so badly. He's like, fuck the force. Like, fuck this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Cause now they're, they're hunting the Jedi. There's a story there. I think that that could have been, uh, that still needs to be told. I think if it's written well and it's, you know, carefully plotted out um, mm-hmm. where it doesn't change the canon, it fits right in. He can still get, ki- maybe he gets killed by Boba. That, that's the perfect way to get for him to get uh, beaten by Boba Fett mm. because he's no longer the Jedi that he once was. Um, and Boba Fett's much older now, of course. You have fucking Tim Morrison as uh, older Boba Fett. That would have been fucking cool. Or he's killed by Darth Vader. You know, uh, you just put you just put Daniel Logan in the Boba suit, have him build his reputation right as the Empire's starting, and that's how he builds his reputation by killing Cad. And then uh, killing Mace, even though Cat survived that headshot. Yeah. But still, you know what I mean? Things like, that like we that. could have seen in the Boba Fett series. But, you know, <laughs> Wampas instead. and In, in Bath. Or Power even Rangers. a season two. I don't care about It's fine. Season one already happened. They could, they could still make it in season two. But, you know. Eh. I mean, the Book of Boba, you could just do like the, a chapter before. You know what I mean? Right. You could just yeah. do that. Completely. But I you know, we know I think why. we think too much. It's okay. We we just we have logic, and Disney doesn't have that. They just have money that they like to put in shredders. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the space wizards. You wanted to talk about what game was that? Oh yes, Hell Divers Two. Hell Divers Two, which looks really cool. I'm just, I wish I could play it, but it's not on Xbox yet. So yes, yeah, so <laughs> if you are hungry to play it, I say give it at least another month. It is under. Uh, a lot of CPR at the moment with its servers. Um, when he was in Helldivers One came out a few years ago as a top-down shooter, um, for Sony and uh, uh, CP yeah, computer. So, computer and PlayStation is all it was ported for. Top-down shooter, you basically fight bugs. For democracy, for managed democracy, and you fight a couple other factions. Um, it is basically like Starship Troopers had a baby with Star Wars and Vietnam. And the Terminator. And the Terminator, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, for the se- sequel, they ported it to where they were like, let's make it a third-person shooter instead of a top-down shooter. Mm-hmm. And so at the day's of Helldivers one um top success they had about 10,000 players on their servers <laughs> uh Helldivers 2 when the servers crashed had 400,000 oh within, shit within a week of its launch um Damn. a game that is not sold for 60 80 dollars but is sold for 40 huh and wow. so it's it's affordable indie um developer and surprisingly the entire time the developer has been extremely transparent with his uh like all the information i just said that he shared he told everybody like hey this is what we experienced we were not expecting the success we're working super hard on getting servers back up to you know a a reasonable amount they just put it up to seven hundred thousand, and they already said that they see possible outcome of it getting maxed out again they will be working on getting it to hopefully a million, which is just insane. And today, like I was on today, they're already past four hundred thousand. You could so the game is like you can actually see where all the hell divers are on this map. 
and you can see where they're all fighting. So I could see on this sector of the map, you've got a hundred or two hundred to three hundred thousand hell divers, actual players fighting the bugs, and on this side you've got four hundred thousand fighting the machines. The cool part is also is like it's a community thing. So like if you guys yes. Like a, if 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 there's like a certain amount of victories within within the community, you guys take over like you know a percentage of the planet, and, mm-hmm. and like it is which is kind of nice for them to, you know, to for them to just update like oh like you know, you guys didn't didn't play this planet so this is gonna get uh, overrun again so you guys need to play this side and that side and this side and you know all all these things. Yeah, which is, and like, if they do it, if uh, honestly, if they do their cards right, and and this is what I'm seeing. This might be that you know, like that mythical cod killer that people are talking about. Hundred percent. Yep. This might be the one. This might be the one. Yeah, because but, but, uh, they were it's, asked too. It's fun. They were asked like, "Hey, can can you make this game PvP?" And the developer said, "Uh, you guys are far too toxic in PvP. This yep. this our game is specifically on working together as a team. Yep. That's the whole point of Super Earth and managed democracy. You know, quote unquote." And uh, so he's like, no, we primarily want to focus this game on working mm-hmm. together as a team and working together. And the funny thing is, is friendly fire is a thing. Yep. You can't turn it off. Oh, that's you, cool. You got to be extra careful not to blow your friends away with airstrikes oh, and headshots and your turrets. And your turrets, by the way, when you drop a turret, it doesn't care if you're in the way. If there's an enemy behind you, you're getting mowed down with it. Oh, shit. So that's awesome. It is increasingly adrenaline spiking challenging yeah. fun with friends and honestly with randoms too yeah i i heard like you know like i have a couple of friends that, that, that play it and they, they're just telling me dude like i'm, I'm this is my life right now mm-hmm. like they, they 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 got you know they stopped playing like all the other hype games that they had and and right now it's, it's all about hell divers and like it reminded me of like you know that how how big um Fall Guys came. Like, it started off like small, yep. right? Yep. And then it just blew up like like nuts. And then everybody was like worried because of the server thing. And then like Fall Guys took over. And then they're like, "Hey, you know what? We're, we're gonna we're gonna work on this. Please be patient." And yep. they got it. So like you know, all the community, uh, the Helldiver community, right now, they're like, "Yeah, we're we're just gonna wait. Whatever." People are well, having fun. Dude, so, one of the de- the developer actually said to a guy because a guy had. Uh, posted on Twitter. He's like, "Hey man, I can't really afford this game, but like, I really want to get it." And the and I like the dev actually said, "Like, hey, uh, save your money right now. Our our servers are like people are waiting to get in. So pe- I'd hate for you to spend the little money that you have or don't have to just end up waiting in in the game." Yep. He's like, "As much as I want you to buy this game and spend money, wait a while." Yep. And it was like, man, really? Like, an actual developer saying something like that is and- pretty crazy. There's no, there's no buy-in. There's no like you know, in in game like you know, you have to take full advantage of whatever. You actually, you actually earn your keep. You earn your keep. Yeah, you you earn or you kill a certain amount of things. You have to do something, uh, you know, a certain amount of things before you can earn like the helmet or like the whatever. Yeah. So you after completing a mission, you get a badge or badges, and then those you spend those badges on armor and weapons. And then on the planet, there's like samples while you're fighting that you can pick up. And then those things will help you improve your ship, which improve your all your stratagems. And uh, yeah, dude, it's straight up like I was dropped into uh, Starship Troopers, the movie. But like I'm playing it and I got capes. You know, it's just 
it's a blast. I can't, I can't stress it enough. $40. I mean, it's probably the best $40 I've spent in a very long time. And uh, they're going to add vehicles in soon. Um, because so a friend of mine who is a huge Helldivers one fan who has been playing this game along with me, he's telling me that he's like, dude, vehicles used to be like a huge part of the game. There's a few, there's a few like big, uh, factions and uh, enemies that they haven't added yet. So I guarantee they're going to add those when they add the machines and the vehicles. And, uh, he also said that one time when he was playing super earth actually got captured and he had to fight on earth uh against all the machines to like push him back out into the space so he's like if you don't if you're if you're like your society or whatever people don't fight the machines as they're pushing like they're doing right now then they could easily get to earth yep so it's Which pretty trippy cool, right like, it's it's uh it's very uh it's very like real time. Like, i want i hate saying real time but like it's very like you know like the choose your own adventure like if you don't do this this is gonna happen so mm-hmm. it's it's loosely like I hate to use the term like realistic because there's aspects of that game where like you're literally a grunt. So you running and shooting uh, causes your uh, accuracy to be lessened because you're running, you know, you're not, you're not going to just magically have perfect aim. And if you get shot and in your leg breaks, you limp, you cannot run. You literally limp and bleed out. Uh, You, you get shot in the arm. uh, You have like a marker that shows that now your arms trashed. You can't aim at all. Like you're basically just kind of like flailing when you shoot. Aim, uh, you know, aim to shoot like a sniper. You can just like, uh, like do it like for you know. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool, dude. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. It is a, a very well done game. I could easily see this killing quite a few current um, just money makers that companies been pushing out. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm thankful and I'm just glad it's it's forty bucks, dude. There's, I mean, yeah, you could say that there's like a, a battle pass, but they said that their battle pass, quote unquote, their war bond will last all, until this game dies because they're just going to keep them all in there and you can spend your badges on whatever you want, however you want. There's no pressure to buy it. Yeah, the, the funny thing is the war bonds, like you, you can actually, when you level up, you'll, you'll get the war bonds anyways. Yeah, ex- exactly. And then like uh, <laughs> the cash, the super credits that you can buy, you just earn them yeah. in the game and you can even find them on the maps you jump down on. So like, it's interesting. They don't, they clearly care about the uh community and at the time when i think there were about 333,000 players just the base model of the game which is $40 you can get an upgraded one where you get some new armor and stuff like that for 60 $40 a pop you're looking at 13 million dollars just in like the first week and they've clearly made double that now at this point yep so small dev dude it's pretty crazy but uh yeah i just want to say if you guys do want to buy, there's currently some matchmaking issues that they're still currently dealing with. They'll probably fix them in the next couple of weeks. But after that, I highly recommend to get it. It's a blast. I mean, I wish I had like a like an empty server that I, that I can rent. You know, rent. For, you know, have them rent and stuff like you know, have them play that shit, dude. I guess kind of... I guess Sony uh, hired a few teams to get over there, so they they teamed up with them. That's Finally. Good. Yeah, I've been seeing the the TikToks and all the memes, and there's also been renewed interest in Starship Troopers, the film itself, mm-hmm. because of this game. So, but that's I I didn't know that it was um, it's an indie game. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. I'm just waiting for it to hit Xbox then. I'd love to join in. There is a petition out right now. The dev said like, hey, uh, Sony, this is a Sony product. So yeah. petition towards them because we'd love to do it. But yeah, they said that it's, it's Sony owned right now. 
Right. Um, but yeah, then they said they want to do it. And, you know, it's funny. That game is just highly comedic, not only in its, it's hilarious. Uh, playing, but they, they don't even take themselves seriously. I mean, like literally on the tips that you get, like when you're like diving down to the planet, like you get a tip that like says like, don't drink and drive, like just random stuff like that. Or like there's like uh, there's ads or um, reviews on the armor that you buy. And it'll say like, oh, my my grandmother loved this. So she bought two. And then some of them will have like a one star rating. And then it says like, oh, this post has been deleted for treason. You know, it's just like stuff like that. Just, I think it's hilarious. Adds to the ambiance of this crazy, you know, fascist society of these dudes diving down on planets that so just to wipe out things that don't look like them. <laughs> Interesting. You know. Nice. Yeah. So well, there's, also, cool. there's already protests for, for the shit, too. All the, oh yeah, the dumb people trying to say that this is like to teach uh, you know, cis males and all that shit. Like you know, nah, it's all satire, bro. It's clearly it, satire. It's, again, yeah, and and <laughs> for, for them to 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 take it seriously, yeah, for, I was just like, really, they're they're having to dig pretty damn hard if they want to make it serious. It is straight satire. There's no way they they. I mean, it's so in your face. It's like Starship Troopers in your face, and the people that are that dumb to take it seriously, like, dude. Get out oh, there, there's plenty, plenty are like they're trying to protest it already. So I, I believe it, man. There was the same issue with Starship Troopers. There were people that believe that thing was actually real. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. Dude. I'm disappointed. I was hoping to find uh, Christians against Hell Divers to Facebook group, but there oh, isn't. God. Yeah, I'm like, well, maybe I should uh, start it then, and then, and then you can tell like all the people that are in on the joke, and then all the ones that are like. No, this is satanic. <laughs> oh, just, just uh, the fact that they call it hell divers. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we diving into? <laughs> are we diving into hell? We're supposed to be soaring to heaven. Um, the voice actor for uh Spider Man, the Spider Man games, is uh-huh. one of the voices for like your average hell diver, and he just goes all out with some of his dialogue, and it's it's hilarious. I mean, so sometimes you just hear crazy Spider Man going off. Nice. So yeah. Awesome. All righty. Well, now we're moving on to uh, another another big acclaimed TV series, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, Netflix. Apparently. Netflix oh, bought bought the rights, or I guess worked with Nickelodeon uh, for a while back. Um, they announced this, I think, in twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken, and they were they were yeah, filming they around twenty twenty one. So um, we got. Eight episodes. Most of these, the first episode I didn't realize was an hour and three minutes. Um, most of the episodes are 48 plus, and some of them are like 50 plus minutes. Uh, for the original animated series, for those that may not be familiar, they are like 25, 23 minute episodes, pretty much, um, because it originally aired on Nickelodeon. Uh, it started in 2005, and I think it ended like 2008, something like that. Um, I never got to watch the original run, but back in 2010, um, our friends of ours lent uh, my wife and I the DVD box sets of book one, book two, and book three, and then we just binged them. And as we started, we were just like, "Holy shit, this is pre- this is damn good!" I can't believe like you know we didn't re- catch the original run, but because of that, we've we've grown to love this the series ever since. And then of course 2009 or two was it 2010. M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. Not Avatar, 
because back then Jim Cameron was like, nobody's going to call anything else Avatar with my shit, which is actually funny because one of the cast members um, for Netflix's Avatar The Last Airbender, um, what's his name? Let me get his name. He played Ken Lung, Ken Lung uh, who played Commander Zhao. When he got the call to audition for Avatar, he actually thought he was auditioning for James Cameron's yeah. Avatar. <laughs> I love that, dude. That guy cracks me up, man. So then he was like, oh, not the blue people? Oh, we're, we're the Asian people. Like, okay. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. And then, of course, this whole time, you know, when they announced the cast, I was like, great, cool. I, I wasn't very familiar with most of the cast. Um, but, of course, when they announced... Um, Son Young Lee as Uncle Iro or Uncle Iro. Iro, man. Uncle Iro. Ong. Get right. Get right. Ong. 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 Don't say Ong. Azula. Ong. Yeah, when when they announced him as Uncle Iro, I already knew, like, okay, that's fucking locked in right there. And then they announced um, Daniel Day Kim. Is it Daniel Day Kim? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, As Fire Lord Ozai. I was like, okay. Yep, Shit, yeah, casting. there we go. Some fucking heavy hitters right there. And then um, and then I was surprised. Amber Midthunder, who I did not know joined the cast. She was in the premiere. I'm like, oh, great. She's a fan. She's watching it. And little did I know that she was actually in the show. I'm like, oh, shit. It's the she's girl the from princess. Prey. She's she's uh, Princess Yue. So I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. Oh, that's her? Yeah, that's yeah. her. That's her. Oh. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I gotta say, I, I, everyone it seems like, and myself included, is crushing on uh, Suki Maria Zhang. Excellent casting. Excellent yep. cast. I think they nailed the casting for a lot of these uh, characters. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas James Liu or Dallas Liu as Zuko. Gordon Cormier, who I had no idea until a few days ago, is Filipino Canadian. Because when they announced the cast, I'm like, oh great, yay. Lots of look, uh, lots of Chinese looking people. Is that um, <laughs> lots of Thai- Taiwanese, you know, maybe Korean. Mike, Mike was all like, oh my God, he's Filipino. And then I the find out the fucking, Filipino. I found out the lead was Filipino. I'm like, fuck yes, we scored. We fucking scored. <laughs> From the animated series, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rufio played the villain. And then of course, tur- you know, becomes the, becomes one of the good guys. As a Filipino. Now we get the lead. Now we got the fucking avatar. I'm like, fuck yes. So, and that, that's why it also made sense. They were um, Gordon Cormier and Dallas Liu, both on uh, Ang. <laughs> oh shit! See, quit, quit oh, on, both oh, Ang, Ang oh. and Zuko were in the Philippines. I'm like, oh, that's great. They're promoting it there. I didn't realize the connection. I'm like, oh, because of course uh, Gordon Cormier is Filipino Canadian as well. So they were like, come over here. We got to show you off to everyone, and then everyone can can be like hashtag uh, Filipino pride. Right there, of so, course. but yeah, um, Ian Ian Us, uh, Ausley as Sokka, and then you got uh, it says Kia Wentio, but I hear them when they pronounce her name, it's Gia Wentio, uh, oh, who yeah. plays Katara. Um, Arden Cho is June, and then of course you got a bunch of other. Uh, it's a big cast, but I'm really happy with the show. Uh, we watched the first episode; we really enjoyed it. Um, and then we said, oh, let's continue the rest tomorrow. So Julie says just one episode because she has work the next day. So episode two. And after episode two, we just keep going. 
until we finish episode five, and I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking good. We're en- we're both enjoying it. And granted, it's not, and I wasn't expecting it to be an exact carbon copy of the animated series. A lot of it felt to me like the animated series from the music to the way the episode ends and like just the way that they were they were doing things. It's definitely uh, many steps above the M. Night Shyamalan, The Last Airbender, because that was what, an hour and a half, two hour movie? You know, you barely have time to set anything up. This one, of course, is not, you know, because unlike the uh, book one, it was had, what, 20 plus episodes? You have 20 plus episodes uh, in each book. This one has eight episodes, and I understand they have to change some things here and there. That's fine. I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it. I can't wait for season two. I can't wait to see more. Uh, and it's interesting that I thought they nailed the casting of, of Aang, of Gordon Cormier. Because he was 12 when they were filming this. And now when you see him in interviews, he's 14. And there's a difference. Uh, that two-year difference for a, a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old is huge. So I'm hoping they already either filmed season two or they're already going to get started pretty soon. Because, um, yeah, he's he's growing up real fast. So uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for more. Um, and it, it's cool to see... Uh, this now existing after, you know, um, the very big disappointment that we got on the big screen. Because they hyped it up too. Even the teaser, they hyped it up. Uh, you know, and everyone was, everyone was looking forward. We were like, oh, shit, Avatar in the movie. But of course, you know, little did we know what we were going to get. And then fucking uh, stomp, rock stomp. There's this video clip now where they make fun of the, the um, a bit of the, that movie. But yeah, I really enjoyed so, it. I'm on. <laughs> I was I'm, away for a while. I'm, I'm the Avatar. I'm on the Avatar. Yeah. So who who wants to go? Who wants to go? Share their thoughts. Do I do I just obliterate? I'm gonna go because I have to go. Okay. No, go no, no, no. I'm gonna go first. Okay. I have All to right. Go. <laughs> All right. This isn't an adaptation. It's not a direct uh, application of whatever it is. I understand the hate. I understand why people th- th- dislike it because of like you know the combining of the the, the episodes of the, the beloved sacred episodes, all of the dialogue and all that stuff. It was like blah blah blah. You know all the. I understand the hate, but the spirit of the 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 show of that that holy show that that, that everybody loves is in is in this one. So for me. Every single episode that I saw was was a, was a joy. The the emotions that uh, that it, it got me because of like when I saw the interaction with Iroh and and Zuko, uh, with Zuko and his uh in his uh, ship, the the interaction between like you know the, all of these things that 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 brought me the feels when I saw the cartoon for the first time, second time, third time, tenth time, twelfth time, whatever. Like it, it brought it back. So so I'm happy. And I told you guys before, if if the action scenes is ten times better, as soon as I see as soon as I see the ten, the action scenes, if it's ten, if it's better than the one in, in the piece of shit uh, movie, I'm sold. So right now I like I said, it's eight it's eight out of ten for me because just because of the fact that the, the action scene for me was was spot on. Um issues uh, I have issues of course with the uh, 
with the water, you know, the water bending, it could have been a little faster. It could have been more whippy. But again, that's semantics. Maybe they ran out of money when it comes to the budget or whatever. So that's all I got to say about it. I'm happy with it. I'm sold. Uh, I'm going to go have dinner with my wife. I'm going to listen to the podcast so I can uh, listen to uh, uh, Jester uh, say what he has to say and (laughs) Pinhead and all that stuff. So God bless you guys. Uh, man, you have a good one. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Enjoy Dindin. Go have okay, some jasmine right. tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was a nice sentiment from both of you guys. Um, I'll get started right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, oh. you've only seen two. And that's episodes. I'm about to say that. Like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm literally gonna say I am the only one here that has only. I haven't finished it. As I finished it, I've only watched two episodes. And with that said, I'm gonna start off with the good things that I do like about this show. <clears throat> Number one, I, I really like the bending. I think the bending was phenomenally uh adapted and i can understand how difficult it is to to get these things right i agree with kuya on the sense of the water doesn't feel it feels splashy like oh like pool noodle splash like oh my gosh sorry it doesn't feel like it's actually gonna hurt me um the earth bending though had my mouth drop you know when we first saw that in the opening scene um so there you know things like that the the choreography is great um casting like uh general Zhao, i just love that actor in general the guy like every time he's in something i always enjoy uh what he's doing so um he honestly i thought he was great casting for Zhao. um sokka i think sokka was the one i was genuinely surprised about that was actually above all the rest like his acting and then for him to actually bring in the charismatic you know joy that was sokka in the animated uh show I think he did a great job. I think he's phenomenal. Um, it doesn't feel, it doesn't come off as like cringy or awkward or weird. It's it's natural, you know. And I'll say the same thing about Suki when she when she showed up and her acting, and I was like, man, like she's she's phenomenal as, as Suki. So their chemistry was great, you know. Uh, again, I saw like a breath of Fire Lord Ozai. I I literally have I expect high high praise from Daniel. So like. He's a great actor, so I already know he's going to be an excellent villain. Um, I gotta say though, I, I know Kuya is not going to like this, but Uncle Iroh, like I was disappointed. I th- when the casting was announced, I was like, "Oh, legit, he'd be perfect." Mm-hmm. But he feels so stiff when he's acting, and it could be the actors he's around. I don't know. It feels like he's reading off cue cards sometimes, and I'm like, "Bruh, like you do not feel natural at all." And I've noticed it's a trend with a lot of these actors in this show, especially Katara. Like, dear Lord, I feel so bad for that girl sometimes because, like, she oh, there's man. no emotion. There's, like, just stiffness. And, like, let me look down to the left every 20 seconds every time I say I my line. I did notice that, like, the first one or two episodes with Katara. But yeah. I I noticed that she got – I think she got better as it moved along. And so, okay. with, so with Iroh, there's – Something that happens in in episode five that I was like, holy shit. Okay. That okay. just blew me away. Yeah. So again, like I said, I've only seen two, but this is just, you know, so far. And and, right. like, and the thing is with with Aang, the, the kid that plays Aang, I've I noticed, and it could just be me, but my wife noticed this as well. He suffers, his acting suffers when he depending on the presence of the other actors around him. So when he's acting with Katara, he's like god awful. And it, dude, sometimes when you be acting alone with Appa, it's like, dude, he's legit. Like, wow, did great. 
you know mm-hmm. and other times it's like yikes <laughs> you know so uh there's again the cgi tears in that second episode or, or the first episode i was like oh bro like this is just i can't like that's just stuff that bothers me it takes me out of the experience of this show um the other thing that i'm gonna i guess this is not really a nitpick but i i will t- like tag on this for the um, the length of the episodes it feels like there's very little substance in the two that I've watched. It feels very much like I'm going to tell you everything and not show you everything as we, as we go along this journey together, I'm just going to show you everything right away. And then that way you have everything like, like they, they treat me like I'm dumb, like as an audience member, like I'm dumb. I have to explain everything to you, which, I mean, if you remember Mark Hamill said that he was worried about the show when he was doing the, the animation, because he said it might be too smart for children. Right. Um, but in the sense that was not the case, children caught on families, watched it together. They all learned something as they were watching it. Things like Sokka being sexist and, uh, the Kyoshi warriors not training men because that was like, you know, this is our thing. That's your thing. And there was like this deep learning and connection at the end of that episode, you know, of embracing and learning about each other. And there just wasn't any of that in that episode. It was just like, bro, she's hot. Uh, she choked me out. That was kind of weird. Now I'm gonna go learn, you know, how to fight. So I was just kind of like, okay, I'll get, I can get over that. That's no big deal. So it just feels like there's no like real substance to what I'm watching. Ang, I feel like he suffers from the fact that you know in the show he was so focused on, uh, being a child. He wanted to just have his childhood, and he didn't want to be the Avatar. You know what I mean? So he was doing things like riding the fish outside of Kyoto Island. He was like trying on. Kyoshi armor be like maybe this will help me be a better avatar you know and I just feel like there's not that playfulness with Aang yet and this is no fault of the actor this is just the writing in the sense so again I'm hoping to see that as I watch the show because I will finish it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put this in the sand and say not my thing you know because again like Kuya says I have I have the beautiful 10 out of 10 anime that I could watch all day long so I can always go back to that but <laughs> You know, there was a reason why the original uh, producers and creators left. And I could see, as I'm watching, I see why. You know, they're so focused on other things other than the depth of these characters. So far, again, I don't know. I haven't watched it, finished it all. But it feels like they're so focused on other things, Not not the character development, not the flaws that we all have. It feels like these people are already just kind of perfect. And it's like, well, okay, you know. Um, like for crying out loud, like Aang can already fly. Like he didn't learn how to do that until like way later. So I was like, okay, that's kind of odd, but I can get over that. There's like things I could get over clearly, but yeah. So I'm gonna finish it. Um, I'm gonna keep my like as much as my inner demons want to just obliterate this show. I'm not going to. I I I do think that there are some wonderful things in this show that will hopefully improve if they get if they get. Season two and season three, I want to see improvements. I want to see a higher budget. You know what I mean? I want to see more money dumped into this thing for like serious stuff. Like, for example, the beginning when the Fire Lords or the Fire Nation invades the temple. Um, I thought it was just random that they just flew up there and then like, oh, we're just going to fight man to man. But in the show, um, something that I thought was kind of critical that I, I could see just being added, added, uh, adapted differently was that the Fire Nation used technology and metal to 
completely overpower the other nations. Um, they cut them off by surprise using tanks, uh, air flyers, or um, like balloons, you know, stuff to get the airbenders out of their comfort zone and to just wipe them out. And instead, it was just like man to man. I don't really know if the Fire Nation could really just take out air, you know, airbenders like that. So <clears throat> things like that take me out of it where I don't buy it as much. Um, so yeah, I think I think it's got potential. I'm thankful that there's like it's just better. I'm thankful it's just better than the movie. I don't like seeing people being like, oh, this was better in the movie. It's like, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't think there was anything in that movie, bro. And I understand this is just an aspect of like well, now we have something to compare it to. And it's not even a matter of like, this is what my actual opinion is, you know? So again, there was nothing good about that movie. We can talk, I can say little things here. Oh, I like that. I like this. Um, Something that I'm really struggling with is, is Zuko. And I don't know if it's just me, but homie seems a little zesty to be Zuko. And I'm like, and it's weird. Cause I watch interviews with that guy. And it's like, oh, you seem so natural. And like, this is a Zuko. I could clearly see like this is a Zuko. But when he's on camera, something about that camera, that lens being on you guys, you guys panic. And you just don't know. You guys forget how to act or you forget how to talk. And, you know, like Mike says, later on in the season, he sees a difference. And that's what I expect. Maybe just over the over time, they got comfortable with each other and started actually acting. And I think that's good. But yeah, Zuko just like, I, can't, I don't buy it. I don't buy homies just you know, rough. And I, I'm sorry, like for whatever reason, live action cannot get over the fact that the scar has to be an actual scar, not like a little birthmark. Like in the, in the cartoon, he could barely open that eye because it was, his face was so scorched, you know? So like the birthmark thing that bothers me, it's like faded. I understand they got to keep like pretty boy, pretty or whatever for the camera. I don't know, but just like Zuko has so many imperfections inward and outward. So like there shouldn't be any shying away from that um, because that's what makes his character change so good because how much his heart changes, how much how he views himself changes. So again, I'll finish it. Uh, when I come back on here, I'll, I'll have my full review. But as of the two episodes I've watched, that's what I've gotten. All righty. Gotcha. All right. Pinhead. You never got to see the any of the animated series, right? I don't have any frame of reference from this show as far as I've never seen the M Night Shyamalan movie. I've okay. never oh. seen I've okay. never seen the show. Cool. I've never seen the show. This is my first time seeing <laughs> yeah. this. Wow. And I tell you, this is a failure to communicate for me. I this was mid at best. Uh the show is average and that's me being nice. I'm trying to be very nice because <laughs> <laughs> the cast is fine, except for like Zuko, who uh, he's a bitch. I can't stand him. He's a fucking bitch. He, I don't, I, I don't care about Ong. I don't care about, I don't care about Uncle Iro or Iro. I don't give a fuck about like he's cool. He's cool. I like his relate, but Zuko's a bitch, so I don't care about his relationship with him. I hate him. I don't like his sister. His sister's a. She's not intimidating. She's supposed to be as bad as. She's supposed to be as much of a badass as he is, if not more so. I like Daniel Day Kim being in here. You know, you get me there. Yeah. 
the other guy from Lost, because he's from Lost too, General Fuck Fuck Buck or whatever his name <laughs> is. He's terrible in this. His uh-huh. acting is fucking atrocious. And it only gets <laughs> it only gets worse as the episodes go down the line. <laughs> and I can't even talk about it because Jester didn't finish it, but there's a critical part where it comes to a and everybody has this. I don't care if this spoils it for people or not. Every show has this, every movie has this, and this movie has the critical Armageddon moment. And when he's at his Armageddon point, he's supposed to be the most intimidating. It's fucking trash. I've seen dinner, <laughs> I've seen dinner theater on a yacht that's fucking better than the uh, acting than this shit. Like it's fucking trash. it's fucking low-level grot that I couldn't get through, and I almost fell asleep. Uh. The the climax (laughs) toward the end where we had to have the Neo from the Matrix moment, I'm like, I fell asleep toward the end, and I had to wake up and rewind the shit to rewatch the final episode. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about this you got me a little bit with Amber Midhunter. I I I, re- I thought that was her. I was like, is that the bitch from Prey? <laughs> and then you had confirmed it. So I'm like, she was cool. I like Princess, you know, you. She was cool. But but the rest of the cast is fucking trash. Like, um, <laughs> he, 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 that kid gets off. I don't know if I can be yet. Like he's got all these <laughs> immense powers. And I I just want to play and have fun and I don't know if I can be there. Shut the fuck up, Ong. <laughs> just do your job. Just be the avatar and do your fucking job, you bum. Like you're you're supposed to be a god. You're a bum. Like I I, I the show is the more and more I think about this show, it enrages me because it's average. So many people hype this shit up. They're like, man, this is going to be it. This is going to be, it. I don't care about, I don't care about the adventures of Ong and his flying Falcor, his fucking wannabe <laughs> never ending story. Falcor motherfucking <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> like I and I can say this because I well, I said I, I I even said it on the I even said it on the chat. I'm like, guys, I don't know if I can give this three. Yeah, I went through and I watched all eight of these fucking atrocious. Episodes. You went the distance. Well, I champ, did. Dude. I went the I went the distance like Rocky, and I felt like I got my ass kicked by Ivan Drago. <laughs> I barely made it through. <laughs> <laughs> This shit was garbage. I, I, it's like <laughs> being nice. I'm gonna be nice to it. It's a C minus on on a good day. Mm. So you know, mm. Ong, good good try, Ong or Ang or whatever you. I don't care. I don't plan on ever watching this series. I'm definitely never gonna watch the M Night Shyamalan. Movie. Oh, you now you oh, should, dude. <laughs> now yeah, you, you should, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, compare that shit, dude. Yeah, that's straight I, up I, like I, a room, bro. You know, See the adventures of Ong and how he really did it, Ong. Because this, this, this shit. I, I, I admired what they do, and I do like some of the cast, but this just ain't for me. And I, if people like this, and for people like Kuya, I'm, I, I understand what Kuya is going through because I had a similar experience with Dune Part One. Hmm. But now I see the shit for what it is, and it's like, I don't give a fuck. 
But I understand what Kuya is going through. I understand why he blew a load in his buddy Lee Dungarees. Like this is the especially if if the M Night Shyamalan one is as bad as everybody oh, says man, it is. It's I can bad, understand bro. why this is like it's like Dragon Ball. It's like the Dragon Ball movie. The next person that does a Dragon Ball a live adaptation, yeah. unless they try their hardest. There's no way they're going to fuck it up as bad as the movie did. So exactly. I understand where Kui is coming from and other people that are like, okay, this isn't that bad. And when you, especially, you know, you guys said it himself. They call them Ong. Mm -hmm. Something that should not be that hard. Yeah. You know, like. Well, so, to, put, to put it in perspective for you, it's like what you just watched on Netflix is like watching Dune Part 1. And then M. Night Shyamalan's movie, like, right after that, going to watch The Room. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, bro. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. so, so you went from watching Denny Villeneuve to Neil Breen. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude, 100%. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's what I'm saying, man. You gotta, you gotta see. Least... That's why I understand, and that's why I'm not judging this one so harshly yeah. because yeah. I know. But but this ain't for me. This ain't for me. I don't care about the air. The only and some of these visuals were wonky as fuck. Like mm. I can't say much about it. Like there's an episode where called masks or something. I think it's episode six where there's an escape scene. Where they're using fucking bamboo like to escape, and it looks bad, and it takes me out of the experience. Yeah, and I'm just I can see that. The Earth Movers were cool. They, I guess, you know, I uh, that was some of the Mortal Kombat shit they did was cool, but it's just ain't for me. It's not for me. It's I. It may be, and I'm glad that there's. I'm glad there's, especially for the representation. I'm glad that Ong is, you know, Canadian Filipino. I'm glad that there's people. It's not just a bunch of white fucks. Not to not not to not white people. It's just no. I I get what you're saying. We got enough, but we I I've had enough mayonnaise on my sandwiches. It's it's time to move on. Like not to say that there should never be another white person again, but it's good to see representation for other people. Oh, it looks like me. So now I can relate. Here's the thing I can say to that. It fits the story. It fits the environment. It fits and everything. And that's cool. And, and I'm know? glad. I'm glad they didn't take a story that fits that environment and cast a bunch of Caucasians and, yeah, you know, uh, a up. gods of Egypt or whatever moment all over. <laughs> yeah, <again. dude. laughs> like, that's great. This just ain't for me. Yeah. And that and, yeah. and that's fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yuck somebody else's yum. I'm trying not to do that as much anymore. If you guys, if there's people out there that enjoyed it, I'm glad. It just ain't for fucking me, man. Like, good luck with the next season, Ong, and I hope you get another season, especially with some of your side characters, because I I like the girl that played a catch Catria or whatever her name is, or Katana or whatever her Katara. name is. The, Katara, yeah, Katara, Katara. Yeah. She was cool. Daniel Day Kim was a cool asshole, you know. Firelord, <laughs> oh, yeah, he yep. was a prick, you know. He. he 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 makes you feel like some people like me who never grew up with a dad were were were, were lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, an asshole like but <laughs> so overall, this ain't this ain't for me. 
<laughs> well, hey, man, at least you watched all of them. So that's. Yeah. That's, hey, wow. Yeah. You went the distance. No one can say, oh, you didn't watch them all. I watched every fucking episode. <laughs> right, right, right. So now. <laughs> Now you need to see the M that's Because Katara, Katara is played by a white girl, and so is Sokka. Yeah. <laughs> uh Sokka is from fucking Twilight. Uh was it Jasper oh, from Twilight? Jasper, yeah. Uh-huh. And then and then Katara is the Mark Marky Mark's daughter in Transformers 4. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So when when the movie but when the movie came out years ago, everyone was just like, oh my god. And then after that, we watched it at midnight too. After the movie, we're like, "What the fuck was that shit?" Oh, dude, straight <laughs> up, bro. Like, my, holy my shit! Died. We were like dumbfounded. We're like, "Oh my gosh, was that real?" I feel like I had a fever dream, dude. <laughs> like it wasn't real. Walking oh, out of that man. theater. Yeah. So yeah, like you can just imagine the disappointment that everyone had when we watched. There was fucking merchandise. They had fucking mm-hmm. Happy Meals. They had action figures. I I got some of the action figures because I was like, "Oh shit!" I never got the stuff from the from the animated series. But man, when that movie was out, we were like, what the hell happened? What was what was that? Like, M. Night Shyamalan was like, hey, we're, I'm going to make The Last Airbender and I'm going to put fucking Slumdog Billionaire Zuko. He like, did, yeah. 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 And, then, and he claimed he was a fan, too. He and did. I, and I, I don't, I, I, I totally believe it. Like, he was a fan, but he was just like, well, in fact, I'm going to make my own fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that shit. Oh, and I'm gonna fucking call him on. <laughs> so dumb, bro. And That's it was... I blame you for that too, Mike, because every time <laughs> I was watching the show on Netflix, I was like, hey, it's on. It's on. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, even even on in the movie, was that wasn't it a white white kid too? It was a white kid. Mm, I think he was half. Or maybe he was half, half Asian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I remember he, like his look fit well, right? You yeah, know? his look did fit well. Yeah, and I yeah. remember the teaser, like you know, you, and you can just YouTube the teaser. You can YouTube the comparisons and all that shit. Like, like, oh, it looks like the 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 teaser looked badass. I was like, oh shit, what's this? Like, dude, we we got catfished, like oh, straight yeah. up, dude. We got <laughs> yeah. catfished with that. Yeah. And that's why when they announced this years ago, everyone was like, oh my god, like there's excitement, but at the same time, everyone's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We got fooled once before. <laughs> yeah. Shyamalan. Netflix has more money too. But yeah, I do hope eventually uh, with season two, the, the visual effects will definitely improve. And I think, yeah, definitely the acting um, mm. and the writing. And yeah, it is unfortunate that the original creators left, you know, midway, you know, halfway between when they were making it. Um but it seems like, and I, and I will say this: this is one show that ain't for me. That I hope does get another season. Yeah, because this is still better than a lot of crap that keeps getting season after season after season. So I hope it does get another season. Yeah. So um, the kid that played Ong in the movie was Noah Ringer, uh, and he's an American martial artist. And so, and that's why I'm glad, like with Zuko in this one. Uh, he's also a martial artist. Okay. So, yeah, I can, so tell, you can, that, I can yeah. tell too. That makes right. sense now. So it made it he, made he a difference, it. right? And the way he moved, the way he yeah. moved in the show, like you can tell, like yeah, because I mean, you can't just learn all this stuff in six no, months. Like, <laughs> you know some I mean? of those kicks he was throwing, I was like, boy, you've been in the dojo before. That that ain't just off three months of training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And the those fact were that natural kids. So. In in the M Night Shyamalan movie, they could not just create the the fire. There had to be a source of uh, fire for them to manipulate it. Unlike the original show, in this one, they can just create the fire out of nowhere, mm-hmm. just how it's supposed to be. Well, that's because they got it from the dragons. Which right. M Night forgot about somehow and was like, ah, yeah. Stu, who like, cares about yeah. that storyline? Forget that shit. Because that's a big yeah. part of the last book, you know. That's a big part of the whole story. Zuko relearning how to how to make fire. That's right. a huge part of the story. And that's why I fucking love when he's kicking. He's fucking like his kicks are like fucking flames and like oh mm-hmm. shit, it looks fucking awesome. And yeah, I get it. The See, water you guys are making me want to watch the show. Fuck the movie, like watch, watch the, the show. show yeah, man. watch the show. Watch the show. It's legit. The story is fantastic. There's so much lore and the, the story and everything, like the spirituality and the lessons. It, it's great. It is fantastic. Because um, even, uh, that, that's his name, Dante Bosco. Uh, he was doing, uh, he was he had an interview with um, Dallas Lou. So both Zuko's okay. from the animated series and the, you know. And um, Dante Bosco was telling Dallas, like, you know, uh, don't forget about what I did. This is your time to shine. Mm. You do y- your own thing. And Dallas Lou was even saying, like, he was even crediting Dev Patel, who played Zuko in the movie. Oh, wow. movie. Yeah. So, um, but the fact that uh, I thought it was interesting that when um, when Dante Bosco shared, uh, you know, they've been doing the, the, the convention round. They've been meeting the fans for like the last 10 plus years. And he was saying Dante Bosco has... He has the longest line along with Hayden Christensen <laughs> at the convention. Wow! Yeah. And so one of the guy, one of the one of the guys that had him sign something, told him like, "Hey, I, I grew up with you." And then he was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, I appreciate that." And then the guy's like, "No, you don't understand. I grew up with you." And then he goes to explain like, uh, "You guys, you guys changed our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from the Me Too movement to Black Lives Matter." So all the stuff that's been going on, you know, the protesting, you got everyone out. That's the generation that grew up with this show, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Right. And it's all there. And I'm, and he was just like taken aback. Like, you know, he was just doing a job. He was, just, you know, he wasn't thinking about how it would affect people and how it would affect, you know, the kids watching the show. And yet here you have this guy sharing that, you know, it inspired a generation to, you know, fight for injustices and do all these things. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because so, those stories in that story were so well told and yeah, yeah, so real. Like it was real people's problems, you know. What I right. Mean? And for a kids show on Nickelodeon, like, I know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's why I was like, oh, and that's like, what's crazy to me, man. This is a show that's on Nickelodeon for crying out loud. Like, yeah. like I said, man, Mark Hamill, he said he was hesitant to take the job as Fire Lord Ozai because he was like, I think this is gonna go over kids' heads. But yeah, in the end, he was like, I got people coming up. It's like, dude, me and my kid watched it. We love it. Blah, blah. We learned so much, you know? And he's like, oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So, and it, yeah. it just goes to show it's not lost on, on especially kids, you know, when the story is, it's well-written and you have these great characters who, t- you know, who are allowed to, you know, play in these stories, then there mm-hmm. you go. So, Yep. <clears throat> So yeah, uh, hopefully we'll get some news on the second season because it is. It looks like it's number one on Netflix. I mean, I don't... Oh, I'm sure the hype around it's pretty crazy right now. Yeah, it is in the top ten. So 
but yeah, um, it's cool to finally see the show and because they, they've been uh, teasing it, they've been talking about it, they've been you know showing us stuff uh, for the longest time. So and I get it. Yeah, you said, the, you said the kid that plays Aang has been doing this since he was twelve. Like they filmed when he was twelve years old. Yeah, um, so, so that was around twenty twenty one, and now he's fourteen. So, so yeah, when you look at him on the show and you look at uh, him now when he's doing the interviews, you can tell a difference. Like he's grown up in, in the last two years. So and as it stands right now, yes, the last Airbender is number one. Yeah, and, and, and that's good shows so so no fucking reason netflix won't give us season two because holy shit they'll be fucking hell to pay they're like (laughs) yeah stop with that (laughs) bullshit um but they are um the original creators were uh there is another avatar animated film Mm -hmm. i think that's planned for next year yes uh, october 5th 2025 yeah yeah so continuing the story of where they left off or um so it it will be based off the original characters as adults um but so the legend of Korra, which had to do with after she's the next avatar after ang passed away uh we got some flashbacks of the of the older uh gang as they were adults with some of the, like some side stories so i think they're going to more lean into what they already showed us and continue with that Okay. And then they're supposed to be scheduled another show uh based off the earth. So like, you know, as it cycles, right? So you have uh air, water, which was Legend of Korra. Now we're gonna get an earth bending one as well. Uh which is like set in like, you know, the sixties or something like that. So present okay. time. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, because they yeah, just recent yeah, within the last around twenty twenty, I think is also when they announced like, hey, we're gonna do more within the Avatar universe and then James Cameron's like what are you calling it fucking out (laughs) (laughs) but I'm glad like I'm glad to see the logo Avatar the last as it should be Mm -hmm. I'm like you know James Cameron can call his shit Avatar that's fine yeah, but this yeah, is also they Avatar. Come first before James yes way before James shut the fuck up dude (laughs) yeah shut the fuck up yeah because there were and that's why M. Night Shyamalan could not call his movie Avatar: The Last Airbender, I think, is because at the time James Cameron was fighting it. Well, because reason. yeah, because uh, Avatar came out the same year, so right. they were they were having a hard time with like this is kind of conflict with uh, uh, advertising. We don't want to get right, with the branding. Yeah, you know, and it's like, and at, it's stupid because at the time, I mean, for crying out loud, or crying out loud, uh, James Cameron was riding that stupid tidal wave Titanic his entire career until yeah, you know, until he made Avatar. So it was like, dude, shut up! I, I, the Last Airbender was way before you. Maybe just move it a little bit or whatever. But yeah, I know that was the main complaint. Was that yeah? Um, people are gonna get confused. Because James Cameron's Avatar was 2009. The Last Airbender movie came out 2010. Yeah, an hour and 43 minutes. That's the Oof. runtime of the movie. Oof. And that's why, yeah, like, I, I, how can you? The only way to, to do a retelling in live action is to actually do a series yeah. like this. And I get it. With the eight episodes, yeah, I could see why, I could see that they could actually push it to 10. I mean, come on, Netflix, uh-huh. you got all that money. But yeah. at the same time, like, yeah, the audience, I understand now, like, you have to keep it with 10 and under for episodes, you know. But hopefully, if they, you know, depending on the, what they do with season two, then they realize, hey, we can go a little bit more with, you know, the episodes and do 10, a max of 10, mm-hmm. and not more than that. 
So it's easier for, yeah, because when I saw it was like eight, I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't realize the run times, most of them were like 40, 50 plus minutes. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. None of this 30 minutes, like, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it, unless you guys have anything else. No, I think no, I'm all I've, fresh out. I'm Alrighty. still trying to finish Final Fantasy, so I'll be doing that on the next podcast. Nice. Alrighty, well. I'm going to be seeing Dune Part 2 pretty soon tonight. And Fuck I'll, Dune Part 2. I'll definitely be doing uh, maybe a non-spoilery or maybe a spoilery review too or whatever. Ooh, Reaction. Right, right. Yeah, for those who may be interested. I'll um, be watching it because I already know what happens. Exactly. I've read the book yeah. three times. I've read the book. Okay, I've read the go. entire okay, yeah. series. Yeah, that's I'm, what I figured. Yeah, I so can I'll... spoil things for you guys, so I'll, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll just behave. I'll just yeah. behave. I'll be seeing it in IMAX, so I'm excited. I haven't seen an IMAX movie in a while, so good, man. Have That's fun. Cool. That's cool. I'm Have excited. A good time, man. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know if Galaxy Theaters has the the worm mussy. Popcorn I was to say, bucket. stay away from that, man. Get, <laughs> get your hand out of that popcorn box. I know, right? It's a trap. It is a trap. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for joining me. This was fun. This was fun. So until Thank next you. time, the next episode. <laughs> so more Bad Batch to come and many other things. And and of course, next weekend is when Dune Part 2 really hits mm. the, uh, the, the box office. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. Long live Ong. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Ong. Um. The Avatar. The like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, thank God it's over. Yeah, now you should. Or maybe that sounds like an episode of uh, Take a Shot. Uh, like oh what yeah, we did before. <laughs> yeah, we just watched that, that movie <laughs> and fucking take shots. Like holy shit, <laughs> ten minutes in, I'm already like fucking buzzed. Oh yeah, yeah dude. You may end up in the hospital. You better be careful. <laughs> that'd be hilarious, dude. Since uh, since Pinhead hasn't seen it yet, too, that'd be hilarious. Oh yeah, bro. yeah. I'd love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The bend. Oh, shit. The bending there. Oh, oh dude. Shit. Now like, you guys got me fuck? curious, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm telling man. you. Oh, man. I'd be down, dude. We should watch that. We should do that. We should do that. That'd be fun. We should. We should yeah. plan that. Yeah. That sounds like fun. All right. All righty. See you guys next time. Stay safe out there. You too, man. Have a good night. Yeah.